Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Jessica Dirksen, Your Life Revitalization Specialist, is the founder of True To You Lifestyle. Jessica is a certified health and life coach, speaker, facilitator, mentor to women in business and host of the True To You podcast. Jessica's purpose is to encourage, inspire and offer tools to help women be the hero of their own story. Hi Jessica, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hi Leanne, thanks for having me. You're very welcome and I'm really excited to talk about our theme of habits to live the life you love. But first, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got to where you are today? Yes. So I had, uh, I'm addicted to habits. I love habits. I'm passionate. I coach around habits, but I have not always been like that. I used to have very poor habits in every area of my life and, you know, what I ate, what I was consuming activities that I did, um, relationship habits, I didn't have a lot of self-esteem and I didn't, I didn't really like myself growing up. And I think, you know, a lot of young women could relate to that, right? You know, you're, you're, you're told stories of being fat. I remember being told I was big boned all the time. So I had all these beliefs that led me to, you know, a lot of overeating, just really unhealthy habits. And I didn't take care of myself. And one day I was just, you know, I had no idea what I was doing in life. I was done school, done my, you know, college university. And I went to my doctor and he said, well, I'm going to put you on antidepressants because, you know, you're, I think you're depressed. And I was like, I don't think I'm depressed and I don't like taking medication. I don't want to take this. I just like, I'm really struggling in life and I'm lost and I'm scared and confused. And he said to me, he's like, if you don't want to take this medication, then I'd love for you to move your body consistently for the next 30 days, whether that's like, you know, going to the gym, running, walking, whatever it is. And so I thought it was weird, but I was really desperate for change. I was desperate to feel something different. And so I did, I started walking and jogging and um, I got a gym membership. So I kind of started doing all the things. And over time, I started to feel different. And, you know, for years, everything was about, you know, trying to be as small as my sisters or trying to fit into a size two jeans or whatever. And over time, as I started moving my body, I realized it was about how I started to feel inside. And I liked this feeling. And I was slowly building up confidence in myself, slowly building up, you know, my self-esteem, my self-worth. And after, you know, months and months and months of doing this, I kind of checked in and was like, okay, if this one habit could change my life and start to change how I was feeling in such a positive way, what other habits in my life can I start to change or what habits are not working for me and what habits are, and you know, what, what do I need to do to really start this transformational journey in my life? And that really was how I started. I started changing my life, just one habit at a time to start to just like myself and build a relationship with myself so that eventually I could love myself and live into a life that I loved. Oh, that's fantastic. And thank you for sharing that journey um, with us because it's really important to show that, you know, okay, we've changed now, but this is what I came from. And, you know, there isn't a lot of information out there and that doctors do tend to want to just prescribe medication when you can actually do different changes or take control of your own body, I suppose, is another way of putting it and see what you can actually do yourself, whether it's mind or, or physical. 
Mm. It's important to do, you know, change those habits because I think a lot of the listeners out there are women who have, you know, got to a certain stage and have decided, oh, I've got to do make changes in my life. I don't know how to. Do you recommend maybe the first thing is to look at their habits and what they're actually doing at the moment? Yeah, I really, one of the biggest things I recommend is what is it you would love? You know, and I think no one's ever asked that question. What do you really want in your life? What would you love to have in your life? Okay, so now you kind of have this paint this picture of what it is you would love. Who in your life, um, whether you know them or you've seen them online, that kind of maybe has some of these things and what are their habits? What are what, what are they doing every single day to be successful in that area of their life? That's a really simple way to start. You know, you don't have to rebuild. You can look at what other people have done before. It's and an so important question, isn't it? Yeah, to ask yeah, knowing, of not what you don't want, <laughs> it's what yeah, you want. And, a lot of times I find it really interesting. And especially you just brought that up is when you ask someone, what would you love? They don't know. They're like, well, no one's ever asked me this. I don't know. Okay. Well, what is it you don't want? And everyone knows what they don't want. And then from there, you can start to kind of draw out things that you would love. And it can some, you know, it can be a longer process, but really getting clear on what is it you want. And then looking at your current habits. I mean, a, the majority of thoughts we have in a day are habitual. The majority of actions we take are habits And that's a good thing because if we had to think about everything that we did, we'd be so tired all the time, right? We'd be exhausted if we had to think about how to brush our teeth and how to tie up our shoelace. And so we want habits are a good thing when we make them work for us, right? So habits, they can either work for us or they can work against us. And so when you figure out what is it you would love in your life, whether that's a career or relationship, how do you want to feel? Okay. Are your current habits in alignment with that or not? And once you have that clarity, you can start to make the changes. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there too about habits, isn't it? That, oh, it only takes 21 days to change a habit, but it depends on the complexity, doesn't it, of what the habit actually is. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's uh, 21 days or 30 days to have this new habit. And it's really about consistency. But the real thing, if you're trying to change any habit, it all comes down to changing your identity, right? We all have an identity. We have beliefs, what we think to be true, what we believe to be true. And if you want to change your habits, you have to change that identity. So a really simple example is if you're, if you're someone who smokes and you're trying to quit smoking, right? And you're like, someone offers you that cigarette. You're like, oh no, I'm trying to quit. Well, you're still identifying as that person as a smoker. But if you, if someone offers and you're like, Oh no, thanks. I don't smoke. Now you're starting to create a new identity. So our words have so much power. We really have to pay attention to what are we saying and what is our identity? So we need to start changing it. So it's in alignment with the habits we're trying to create. Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned earlier too, it's looking at those habits that we've got currently, but not changing them all at once, is it? It's more about, you know, if you try and do too much too soon, it's like the whole diet thing, isn't it? We try to do oh, all the exercise and diet and everything at once, and then we will fail and go back into that cycle of putting on weight and we lose weight, putting on weight. But habits is a bit the same, isn't it? You can't do it that great big all in one. You have to take the, the time and really break it down, don't you? Absolutely. It's like anything in life, right? You, if you are, you want to create a change. And I think humans, it's in our nature. We want quick fixes. We want things to happen hugely right now in this moment. And so we get so overwhelmed by the amount of things we have to do that we just don't do any of it. 
So habits are small changes every single day. One pick one thing to work on before you move on to the next. Like for my journey, I got into the habit of moving my body before I started to change my diet and change what I was eating. And then I got that down pat. And then I started to work on the mindset piece. And then I started, you know, so one thing at a time is so powerful because as soon as it's like, oh, I have to do all of these things in a day, I'm not going to do any of them because I'm just tired of thinking about it. It's too overwhelming. So small, uh, small hinges swing big doors, right? Small changes every single day. Oh, I love that saying. Yeah, that's great. I found uh, even with my own clients and that a lot of them think, oh, yeah, well, I want to make changes. Let's look at beliefs and habits and things and, and your identity, which is right, because it's all really, you know, intermeshed with each other as to how you look at yourself. But they, there's something that likes to um, overachievers. I suppose it's overachievers is what I want to say. And they want to do everything at once. But it's really not going to work. Like I haven't found anyone that can do all these different things and implement them straight away. It really is what you were saying is just work on the exercise first or just the one small thing you can change first. Once you get that going, then you can add in other things. Yeah, it's just like goal setting. There's yeah. so many uh, studies and things out there that prove any more than three goals that you're trying to work on at a time, you can't focus, right? You lose your focus. You don't really achieve any of them. So they always say, you know, focus on one or two maximum three goals, because that's all we can put our full kind of focus and attention. And it's the same thing when working on our habits, right? That's a goal we're working on. If we're trying to change all these different habits and work on all these different things in every area of our life we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to have any, we're not going to do any of it because we're going to be too tired trying to think about it all the time. Oh, exactly. And one thing about the goals is that if you are successful with your goals, it's usually because you've broken them right down and gone right back to that first small little step to start rather than thinking big goal, all these big things I've got to do. I don't do any of them. I get overwhelmed or I start procrastinating, you know, but if you start breaking them down to one little thing, and it's the same with habits, isn't it? If you break it down just to one little thing to change or to work towards, you're more likely to have success. Yeah, absolutely. So when I started coaching, I was in really focused on health coaching. And so a lot of the women that I was coaching was around weight loss. And it was, you know, I want to lose all of this weight. And it was focused on this number. And, you know, breaking that, let's go backwards. Okay, what do you need to do to be that the woman in that vision. And, you know, first of all, when you start talking to these women, none of it's ever about losing the weight. None of it's ever about the number, the real goal of what they would love, but really going backwards. Okay. This is your big goal, whatever that is, you know, uh, maybe starting a business, you know, losing the weight, whatever your goal is and being able to work backwards. So it's like a tiny thing. So it doesn't seem so big and so overwhelming all things every day. So powerful. Yep. Sure is. And I'm just wondering with, um, I mean, we talked about a bit of weight loss and with habits, what other sort of habits have you seen clients or other people that wanting to change? Um, so I think it's about one of the biggest things that I think helps people in any area of life. So if you're trying to change, um, you know, your career or you're trying to up level and get promotions, you're trying to run a successful business real have starting your day with solid habits is something I see really powerful across the board. So having a really, really good morning routine, whether, you know, that you're trying to run a business, whether you're just trying to, you know, be at home with your kids and make it through the day without like losing your mind, right. Having time for yourself, giving yourself space. We all have different goals and wants and desires. And one of the, the habits or groups of habits that I think are really successful for everyone across the board is how do you start your morning? 
right? Start your morning, how you want to end your day. And I think the majority of us would love to start and end our day, you know, in a space of joy in a space of love, excitement for the day, you know, excitement to go to bed, just have another day, another great day. Right. So I think how you start your day really sets you up for success for the rest of your day, no matter what your goals are. So really having a solid foundational start to your day. Um, the, like I'm very strict on my morning habits because yeah, I know how they set me up for the rest of the day. So I think whatever your, your goals are that you're working on or whatever habits you're trying to change, start with your morning start with the, the, the first thing you can, you have control over in your day. Yeah. And I mean, the theme is habits to live the life you love. So I suppose it's working it for yourself. I mean, we touched on identity before, but it is so important that you work out what do you love about life so that you can actually change the habits. And sometimes I feel that a lot of it goes straight to the physical stuff or that, but really not knowing, you know, what's going to actually mean they're going to have a a life they love or with that joy you were talking about before. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important that people do the work not just around all oh, these habits to change, but it's the other stuff, the identity work, the beliefs work, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of the habits that we need to work on are our mindset habits. Mm. It's not just the physical things like you just said, right? It's really like, and so one of my morning routine Um, practices that I do every day is gratitude. And I have a gratitude journal and I really meditate on things that I'm grateful for because it opens up your mind. It opens up your heart. It helps you live, live a more positive day. So, and that's nothing physical. That's just a thought process that I'm having. So focusing on what's going well, what, what do I have going really good in my life? What are things I'm really grateful for? So really the habits of working on your mindset to, um, overcome limiting beliefs, right? We all have that negative self-talk and that, you know, you, you can't do this. You'll never achieve this. You're not good enough. You're no one will love you. Like we all have our own set of different self-talk. So getting in the habit of being able to interrupt those thoughts, that's habitual. Like now I'm in a habit of, okay, I know this thought is not going to serve me and I'm going to interrupt it and replace it with something more positive. That's a habit I've created and that we can all create in our mindset to help us live into the life that we want, whatever that looks like for any of us. Yeah, for sure. So when you've got your clients and that and or people that you know that are changing their habits, what are they actually doing? Are they actually, you know, so sometimes people fail, don't they? And they see that as a bad thing and then they just stop doing everything. Do you see that, you know, if you're building good habits and having those rituals in place, that you're more likely to go, well, okay, let's stop the negative self-talk. We're going to move forward and be a bit more positive about things that they're implementing once they start getting that momentum going. Yeah. And once they see results, and I think too, what's really important whenever you're trying to create change is to celebrate yourself, celebrate your wins. So maybe you're trying to create a habit of, if you're trying to write a book or become a writer, right? So you're trying to create a habit of writing a page a day for a month. And then the next month you're going to write two pages a day or however you want to break that down, but celebrate yourself, be proud and honor that. Like, Hey, you did this. You wrote that page today because when we feel good inside, we do more good externally in our life. So if we're celebrating ourselves and, and we live in a world where we've been taught to, you know, celebrate the big birthdays and the big, you know, weddings and births and all that kind of stuff, but we need to celebrate the small moments because it boosts up our self-worth, our self-confidence, our self-esteem, and it gives us that kind of motivation to do it again the next day and then celebrate, do it again the next day. And we're not perfect, right? We're all human. We're not going to follow through hundred percent all the time and that's okay. But to commit to, okay, I, I won't miss more than once, you know, I'll get back on and write the, write the page again the next day. 
So really just being okay. Don't be, you know, hard on yourself and judgmental on yourself. That's the big piece. Don't judge yourself or falling off the track or whatever you want to call it for the day. Just get curious and be like, oh, that's weird. I didn't write today. You know what, what was going on? Where was my stress level? And just get curious and make a plan to follow through the next day. Because, you know, every, every action you take is a vote for or against the habit you're trying to create. So if you go, you know, that one day without doing it, and then the next day, you're like, oh, well, I didn't do it yesterday. I'm not going to do it again today. Well, now you're going backwards and creating that habit. You're going to create the opposite. So just being like, oh, I didn't do it today. No problem. I'll get back on it and write the page tomorrow. And just, it's, it's really such, I think creating habits is such a, a mental game. The majority of it, it's really all how you can control your thoughts, change your thoughts that aren't working for you and, and not judge yourself and just being able to kind of talk yourself through all of the, all the movements until it becomes habitual. Yeah. And that curiosity is so important, isn't it? Because I think we tend to get so busy with doing things that we forget to just stop and take the time and go, what actually happened there? What stopped me from achieving that goal or changing that habit or doing what I've committed to? Because quite often we will commit to things, but then suddenly we'll realize, oh, I didn't do that. The day has gone and I didn't do it. So it's really important to get curious as to what's happening. I find the more you get curious about what's going on for you, the more you can recognize it and get on top of it before it gets too far along. Yeah, I definitely totally 100% agree with that. And I think if we're not getting curious, oftentimes we're getting judgmental. And the more we judge ourselves, the harder we are, are on ourselves. And then the more we kind of just spiral into a negative loop or a negative habit loop. And so just, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to get curious with this and move on, make a plan for the next time and, and be successful. Yeah. And do you find like when people are starting to look at, okay, I want this habit, I'm going to change like this, this is the small step I'm going to take, that having like a trigger or a cue will actually help you set up to get that be more successful? Like, you know, I used to go, right, when I get out of bed, I'm going to be like a robot. I'm just going to see my shoes and put my running shoes on and go running because there's other stuff I do. But just the cue of seeing the running shoes as soon as you get out of bed was something, right, I'm going to go running or walking today. So I would do it straight away. Do you find that's really important? Absolutely. Uh, totally a hundred percent. So even to this day, cause it's so habitual for me, my workout clothes is in my bathroom every night I lay it out. So every morning when I wake up, I know I have to go to the bathroom, right? And so I see the clothes, I put the clothes on, I go to the bathroom and then it forces me to want to work out later. Like I know I'm going to get the workout in cause I'm following triggers and cues are so, so powerful. Um, so manipulating them to work for you. I mean, there are sometimes we have triggers that we can't avoid that then will bring us into a negative kind of habit loop. Um, so quick example for many years, I would be, I was a huge emotional eater. So something negative, something bad would happen. Someone would say something to me, I'd get angry. So I was triggered with this anger. The anger was my trigger. And then I, it caused me to take the action of eating, eating, eating. And then the reward was, well, I feel really good for about five minutes. And then I get into this shame judgment spiral, which made me angry again. And then I ate or yeah, and I was angry, then I ate, and I would do this all over and over and over again. Because every single habit you do has a reward, even if it's just for a second or two seconds, or else you wouldn't be doing it. Our brains are wired to feel good. And the, the problem is, is that we as humans want, you know, those very instant rewards. And so that's why when people want to change their habits, they get really frustrated because it's not an instant reward, right? The instant reward is I'm going to eat this food right now and I'm going to feel good right now, rather than the long-term reward would be, you know, go meditate or go for a walk or do something healthier for my body instead of, you know, chowing down all this food. 
but that's not the instant reward right you know does that do you understand what i'm saying does that make sense it does definitely yeah <laughs> i mean we are instant gratification uh human mm-hmm. beings so uh waiting for something is not inherent in us <laughs> yeah we do want that instant stuff yeah and, and a perfect example is that the diet culture and i hate the word diet but so many people have yo-yo dieted for years because they do these crash diets, but they don't change anything inside. They don't change their identity or their beliefs about themselves. And that's why they oftentimes gain the weight back. And so we want these quick fixes, but not, they never last. So we just we need the patience to work through it and do the deep work on the inside to create external change. And not even just in diets, but in any area of your life. Yeah. And just lastly, I wanted to comment about when you start changing your habits and we're talking about when you change your habits, you can start living that life you love. But it also is really helpful, whether it's in business or in personal life or whatever, to start just getting outside your comfort zone, isn't it? Because you've got that certainty and that stable foundation, but then you're actually to go out there and start thinking, well, what, what do I really love doing? And you start taking, not risks, but it could be challenges or whatever it is to just up the level of your life a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that. And I also think when you have, and going back, you know, to that, whether it's a morning routine or solid habits throughout your day, they help you go through really hard seasons in your life, right? Going through when you have a set of really healthy, strong habits that you follow through every day, you know, whether it's the way you eat or move your body or meditation and drill, whatever it is that you do that, you know, are like these habits that help you be successful in your business and in your family life and all of those. They also really help you that I love that I love is that helps you in really hard seasons of life. So when you're going through something stressful and hard, you know, you can go, but you have these habits that at least kind of help you with some momentum in some area along the way. Yeah, it gives you a lot more resilience, isn't it? If you've got good habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, I've loved talking to you about this. It's such a great topic, really important topic. And I love how we've sort of talked about the beliefs and the mindset. Um, identity all that all in with habits because it's important not to just see it as one little aspect of your life it is intertwined with lots of things so if anyone wants to find out more about what you do or contact you where's the best place for them to go um, they can go to my website. It's true to you lifestyle.com. They can contact me through there. All my social media is on there. All my social media's handle are at Jessica Dirksen health coach. So they can find me there as well and connect with me on any of the platforms. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Igniters, Jessica is so passionate about having the habits that best work for you. I love her motto, if you want a different ending, tell a different story. If you want to find out more about Jessica, go to her website, truetoyoulifestyle.com. For more about bringing balance into your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.